Welcome to another episode of the Mindset Reset, where we talk about all things mental health, health related, and just things that people can relate to. I am doing something a little bit different this week. I am answering two questions that I think people are too afraid to ask. They don't know who to ask, so I put up a little anonymous box where people can ask whatever they want and I am going to answer it for you in just from my perspective. I think getting things from different perspectives is sometimes good. So this is just based on my opinion and my perspective. So let's get started. I think a lot of us has a bunch of questions. I remember, especially in my teen years, I had a bunch of questions and sometimes you don't know who to ask, even if you have the best relationship with your parents or friendships or your husband or whoever, you still have questions and you sometimes just want a different person's opinion, not necessarily opinion, but a different perspective on a situation. So this is what this episode is going to be about. I'm going to answer some questions that I received and some of them are really deep, um, but it's just to get things from a different perspective. And I know a lot of these questions is relatable and that is what I love this, want this podcast to be about is something that everyone can relate to. So let's get started. One of the most asked questions that I received is how to get out of a bad friendship or relationship and this is such a difficult thing to even just gasp around but I love speaking about this I made a a episode specifically on this where you can go listen to that too Um, the friendship is uh, the episode is called friendships the good versus the bad but I'm going to answer that question because I don't think I went deep into that episode on how to cut ties with friendships and relationships that are toxic and why we should do them. But I think when it comes to friendships and relationships, it should be something that uplifts uplifts you. It should be a safe space for you. And anything that is not that is toxic. And for me, it was always so difficult to let go of a friendship. I would rather hold on to a friendship just because I was so scared to lose a person. I was so scared of being alone that I always needed to be with someone. I always needed to be in a relationship. I always needed to be in a friendship. I always needed a bunch of friends. And let me tell you, the day that I made the decision that I don't need a bunch of friends, I don't need to speak to a friend every single day, that is the day when I became a lot happier because I don't think that you should give someone so much of yourself. So I think if the best way to get out of a bad friendship or relationship is you don't always have to do, especially if it's difficult to do, because for some people, it's really easy to get out of a relationship and say, you know what, I'm done with this friendship or relationship, like I'm going. But for some people, it's very hard. It's, It's very difficult to cut ties. And I think one way that it can be done is by slowly but surely setting boundaries, seeing if that will change, set healthy boundaries. If those boundaries that you set doesn't change anything in the friendship or relationship, then it's definitely time to walk away. And I think it should still be in a respectful manner. 
I mean, let's be honest, it's so difficult to cut ties and doing it in, in a respectful way. But I think for me, in a biblically biblical way, that is the right way to do it. The right way for me is to cut ties on a proper way. Make sure that you give the other person closure because I know that is something that I really struggle with when I cut ties with in friendships, relationships, whatever. It's very difficult for me when I don't have closure. And I think by giving the other person closure, it may also help. But I think doing it in a respectful way is very important. I think it's also important to let the other person know what it is that they do that makes you feel like you can't breathe in the specific friendship or relationship. I think that is also very important. But I still think whatever needs to be done needs to be done in a respectful manner. I think especially we are adults. Like even if you're a teenager, like there's a certain way to do things. And I think the proper way is to do things the kind way. Not everything always has to be messy. So I think doing something in, in the kind, generous still humbling way is the right way to do it. The reason why I think everything should always be done in a respectful manner is because the other person might not even know that they are doing this to hurt you or it might not be the intention but to you it is is a tr- it's a trigger it's something that you cannot stand in a friendship but to them it's something that is normal so the intention might not be bad and by you treating them bad in return or doing something that is not in a respectful and kind kind let's say kindly manner might be something that triggers them on the other hand and then it becomes just this big messy situation that you never asked for so i think if if you are serious about cutting a friendship or relationship i think it is important to do it in the right way and then the other thing is stick to your decision because i think especially if you are a soft person um, and and if you struggle with emotions a lot, it's very easy for someone to manipulate you and say, hey, let's try this again. Or they don't want you to leave. So they will manipulate you in ways to make you stay. But I think if you've made that decision that you want to leave, I think it's also really important to make that decision. Do it in a kind manner and leave and cut ties. Maybe in two, three years, you might reconcile and things might be better but if you are 100% sure about cutting ties in the friendship or relationship I think it's important to do so but stick to your decision don't go back and forth because at the end of the day it's going to make things messy I think that is also something very important to keep in mind when cutting a relationship or friendship off another question that I surprisingly received a lot is how to tell someone that you are dealing with anxiety when it's something that they don't understand this is something that I spoke to you about with my therapist and it's something that I also struggled with a lot and it's something that is also very difficult for people to understand that don't go through it and listen you can't blame someone for not understanding anxiety because at the end of the day if you don't work in a in a corporate world you cannot comprehend to even understand the corporate world you can't tell someone you can't give someone a thousand lego blocks without a picture and tell them build it because they don't know how it's the same so there's certain ways that you can explain it to someone and I think by explaining it in a psychological and a proper way they might understand it it is very difficult to explain something to someone when you are in a heated argument or in a heated situation it's very difficult for someone to explain and someone to understand 
a situation such as anxiety. I think one thing that my therapist taught me is a very easy way for someone or for you to explain it to someone is to sit someone down and say, listen, I have a feeling in me, what I'm feeling, this is how I'm feeling. And then and, and describe what you feel, like what are your symptoms? And then say, this is where my mind is at. And it is something that I cannot help. I am trying, I'm trying to figure it out. And then also let the person know what they can do to help you. Um, because it's very easy for someone to say, you know, take these building blocks and build them, but they're going to ask you, can you give me a picture so I can see what I can build? So it's a, it's a great example to explain, but it is important for someone or when you speak to someone about anxiety and try and explain it to him to, to them to really put out in order what it is that you feel and also make it known to them what it is that they can do in order to help you. It's very easy for someone to say, listen, I feel sad, I feel overwhelmed and it feels like something is pressing, pressing on my chest and th this is what I feel. But make it deeper, try and explain it deeper. Make sure you understand your anxiety before you explain it to someone else. Explain the physical symptoms and try and and explain to them what it is that makes you scared, anxious or overwhelmed. Tell them what situations are stressful for you. Tell them what helps you when you feel ang when you feel anxious. Ask for their input. That way someone can feel like they are kind of a part of the situation, even though they're not. They might feel like they are. And it is easier for someone to then understand the situation that you are in, even though they're not sharing that situation or that feeling with you. Trying to explain anxiety to someone who doesn't have it is like feeding a baby a kilogram of steak it's it's not going to work but there are ways to do it it just depends on how you do it and try to do it in a calm full in a calm manner doing it while you're in a heated argument because i know that is what a, a lot of people do they have an argument with someone and in, in the heat of the argument they will tell the person i have anxiety that person is not going to comprehend they they have no idea what to do with the information that you just given them because everything is heated, but when everything is calmed down and it's a, let's call it a safe environment, it's easier for someone to understand and sit them down and say, listen, this is the this is what I've been feeling. This is what I've been going through and it's anxiety and this is how I feel. This is what makes me feel like this. And it might also be a lot easier for them to understand then. The next question do I believe in forgiveness? I do. I 110% believe in forgiveness. And not just because of the typical in order for you to be forgiven or for God to forgive you, you need to forgive. Not because of that typical thing only, but I think forgiveness, it's, it's such an important thing when it comes to healing. It might take years, months, maybe days but it might sometimes take years for you to forgive but I think forgiveness is such a crucial thing when it comes to healing and forgiveness it's something that you have to repeat yourself you have to repeat repetitively say 
I forgive this situation. I forgive this person. It's not something that just happens overnight. It's something that may, might, may take you very long to do. But I think forgiveness is so important. I think that is how you grow out of a situation is by forgiving. Um, there are a bunch, a bunch of situations where I was in where I... I really struggled to forgive. For me, it was a thing about will I ever be able to forgive this this person for what they did? And that border of feelings constantly was sitting on my back. I constantly felt this, this feeling. And I think the moment I truly forgave the person for what they have done to me, it literally felt like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, but it says, forgive them, not for them, but for yourself. And that is 100% what I stand by and what I believe in. I think it is important to forgive someone, not necessarily because they deserve it, but for yourself. It's an important thing for yourself to do to move on. And I'm not saying it's going to happen within a day or in a finger clip. It might take longer than that, but I think it's crucial if you want to start a healing process of a situation, it's to forgive a situation or person for what they've did or what they caused or whatever. I really think forgiveness is something that it's one of the hardest things to do. But I think what is so great about forgiveness is you can let go of a person. The day that you truly forgave a person for what they did is the day that you can look that person in the eye and have no feeling. And when I mean no feeling, I mean no bitterness, no anger, no resentment, no hurt, nothing. You don't feel anything towards them because you truly forgave them. I think that is something that I loved seeing happening in my life is when I'm in a situation and I truly got hurt so deeply and seeing myself grow out of a situation and forgiving someone for what they did and then looking back at that situation and being able to when I think about that person nothing I think is bad I don't I don't have any bad thought like thought towards that person that is how I know I truly forgave a person so yes I think forgiveness is something (laughs) that is so important for everyone um no matter how bad the situation was, I think it's really important for for people to forgive others. And like I said, not necessarily because they deserve it, but because you deserve that healing. You deserve that peace. Another question I received, which is actually such a difficult one, but I'm still going to answer it because we are vulnerable, we are raw, we are open and I might not always have the best opinions and the best answers to these questions, but I still want to give my outlook on these questions. So another question I received was how to stand out in a world where it's so difficult to stand out. It's so easy to fit in, but it's difficult to stand out. So basically this person asked how to stand out when you're in a job, you're trying to stand out, you're trying to be better at something. So for example, you're trying to be the best influencer, you're trying to be the best lawyer, how to stand out. So this is my answer and it is as straightforward as it gets. So if I can 
open up a bit more about my situation to answer this question as best as I can is I started doing content creation before it was a big thing. I started about eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, I started doing content creation. I was a broke student, okay? I wasn't even a student then. I got financial support from my parents, but I felt like I wanted to do something for myself. And my brother, thanks to my brother, he gave me the idea and said, you will be so good in sales and marketing. Like, I think this is something that you should do. And by that time, I already did some acting work and some media and entertainment work. So it wasn't that difficult for me. But I typed up a very long media kit and a very long proposal. And I sent it out to a bunch of companies. And I signed brand deal after brand deal after brand deal. And eventually, I got to the point where I, you can go listen in my previous, I think one of my previous episodes, I speak about that. I think it's the one where... I speak about body image. I think it's that one. But they are speaking in depth about it. But when influencing became a big thing and everyone kind of started doing it, it was so difficult for me to stand out. It was so difficult for me to create content that stands out. And I just kind of gave up. I just kind of gave up because I tried following the norm and I tried following the beauty standards out there and I tried following the new trends and I took a break from social media for I think about three months and it was only then that I realized that I don't need to follow a trend or a norm to fit in what I have to offer is enough you already got in that position because you are enough and if you didn't get that position it doesn't mean that you're not enough it just means that something else is out there for you what is meant for you will find your way so I feel like you should work hard to get what you want but I don't feel like you should sell yourself short and sell yourself for less what you deserve just to fit into a situation or an environment there's this typical cliche saying that says why fit in when you were born to stand out? And I 100% agree with it. I might have not understood that quote a few years back, but now I fully understand it. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? And how do you stand out? It's by being your true self, being confident in what you are and what you offer. Being confident is one of the best things I think any human being can have is, is confidence. It's one of the best traits I think a human being can have, if I can say it in that way. I think confidence is it's such a beautiful thing. And even if you're not 100% confident in something, act like it. Act like you are confident in yourself and that confidence will grow. Be 100% true to yourself. Don't change anything just to fit in or stand out in a situation. Be 100% true to yourself. I think that is the best advice I can give on this situation. Because if something is 100% meant to be yours, it will be yours. You don't have to do a specific thing or stand out or fit into a specific environment or situation or norm just to get something. Another question I received is, do I think it is okay to date in your young teens and in your 20s do I think it's okay to date around while I think a lot of people are going to stone me for my answer I don't think it is okay to date around 
I don't think it's okay to jump from relationship to relationship. In fact, I don't think that dating before 20 should be allowed. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you my reason for it. And my reason for it is mainly just from my experience and what I have experienced in life and in relationships and why I think it's actually, it shouldn't be even necessary. So I think in your teen years, until let's say about 20 I think it is very important to find yourself I think it is important to find best friends I think it is important to enjoy your young life whatever it is that you do to enjoy that life I think it is important to enjoy your young life I don't think it is important to chase chase relationships I think heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak especially if those heartbreaks are really really toxic I think it really damages a person and that leads to anxiety depression or whatever and when it comes to the day when you plan on marrying someone I feel like you are already so damaged because you haven't healed from all these issues that you had in these previous relationships and it becomes very difficult in a marriage and I think I'm not saying like don't ever date and I mean you can date someone and not expect to break up with them but I just think that dating before 20s especially because you are still developing emotionally and I I think a lot of people especially people that are let's say 20 they will disagree with me and say but I'm 20 years old like I know enough to date and as much as I agree I can say well I'm not, I don't want to put an age on it I'm just saying because a lot of people that are 20 years old they have the emotional intelligence of a 25 year old so I'm not I'm not trying to put an age on it I'm trying to be diverse and open about my answer so I just think that when you go around from relationship to relationship I think that is when a lot of heartbreak and a lot of issues develop and when it comes to the point where you want to find a spouse or a wife you want to find a life partner it is difficult because you are so broken from what happened in previous relationships and I know a lot of people will say but that is experience and that is life lessons that you learned while I agree I don't think it's important for you to go through so many so I know you can start dating someone and not expect to have your heart broken and expect for issues to occur but I do think that you should first find yourself you should find a best friend so I think also before dating I think you should fall in love with your best friend and I think first find all of that and then start dating if that makes sense I think it is good to have friendships and build build up yourself build it build up what it is that you have to offer that when you get in a relationship you know that you are 100 percent there you are there because you want to be there I don't think that dating around dating one person this week and another person the next week I don't think that is healthy I think that is where you asking for heartbreak you asking for anxiety you asking for things to get messy I think it is important to 100% invest in yourself and friendships and family and what it is that you want to build in life before looking to start dating because look a lot of people they want to get in relationships because they want to feel love they there's a reason why people get in relationships you don't just get in a relationship but you are looking for a partner 
you don't have to look for a partner. You have to be so whole in yourself that you don't go and look for a partner. It just comes your way. That is my answer. I think I'm not saying that dating when you're 17 years old or 18 years old is wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I think when it comes to your emotional well-being and your mental well-being, I think it is important to wait until you figure out all the rest and then start dating. I think the smaller pieces, because look, a life partner, a partner is not something that just, it's not something that's just going to go. It's not always like a friendship where it just wears out. It's someone that you give a lot of yourself to. You invest a lot of time into that person, sometimes more than a friendship. So that's why I say that before you can do that, I feel like you should invest 100% in yourself. Build what it is that you want before you start dating. But even then, if you look at your, let's say you are in your 30s, I still feel like dating around is wrong. I still feel like dating one person one week and another person the next week, I still feel like that is wrong. I feel like people's feelings are so easy to play with and I feel like it's not something that should be played with. I feel like that's why a lot of relationships fail these days is people take feelings and emotions so lightly and I I don't think that is how it's supposed to be. I think from my perspective, I just think that dating around is not okay. I think it's something that should not be normalized. I think you should be invested in one person and if it does not work out with that person, don't jump into a new relationship immediately but first take time, heal, find yourself Especially a lot of people, what they don't do when relationships end is they don't take the time to sit and think, what it, what is it in this relationship that I didn't like? What am I going to change in my previous, in my next relationship? Like, what is it that, where can I make a difference? Like, instead of focusing on the other person, look at yourself and think, what can I do better around this time when I go into a new relationship? So I think that is also important. try not to make my episodes too long um so i'm definitely going to do a part two there's going to be a part three or part four there's going to be a bunch of parts where you guys can ask questions and i will answer them from my perspective so that is it for today i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you can see things from a different perspective and also just to realize that not everyone's perspectives are the same and that is okay diversity is okay it's okay to disagree with someone so if you don't agree with everything that i say that is also okay we are all human and no one is the same and that is what makes humanity so special